Hello and welcome to Soul Focus Podcast. It has been a little over a year since my last episode, which is crazy to me because it hasn't felt like a year's passed, but here we are. <laughs> anyway, I am really eager and excited to get some more content out. So I want to kick off this new season with a couple spiritual stories. I will be posting quite a bit of angel content pretty soon, but that takes me a little longer to write and, you know, digging through my journals. So those episodes are currently underway. This episode is about a couple times where the presence of God was evident and how God reaches out to us to remind us that he's always with us. So, welcome to season two. My senior year of Catholic high school, I was selected by a couple teachers and campus ministry to be a leader for my senior retreat. Each leader had to give a talk or a speech about a specific topic and how it relates to their life to the entire class during the retreat. The topic I was given was on being Christian, and I made my whole talk about my walk with God and coming to accept the gifts I was given. I had to give my talk twice because we had two separate groups on two different days. And obviously I was super nervous, but the first retreat went very well, so I wasn't as scared about the second retreat. That is, until the second retreat started. I don't know what exactly it was, but I was terrified to give my talk during the second retreat. Maybe part of it had to do with the fact that I was recovering from extreme food poisoning. But I really didn't have to be as nervous as I was. I was scared that for some reason my class wouldn't like my talk and would get the wrong message or whatever. I remember sitting in the hallway, shaking and trembling in fear minutes before I was to give my talk. I desperately wanted to just leave and quit, say peace out, and get out of there. Even though me leaving was not an option. I was so scared for that door to open and for my teammate to usher me into the room of all my classmates awaiting my talk. So I thought it was in my best interest that maybe I should start praying about it. <laughs> I am a very honest person, so I keep my prayers very honest. So I was just like, God, I don't want to do this. I'm scared. I'm nervous. I don't want to be here. And I was just questioning, like, why do I have to do this? Like, you know, the whole nine. But then I stopped myself and I was like, okay, Sydney, you know you can't leave. You know you're minutes away from giving this talk. Let's, let's switch this up and start praying something else. And so I switched my prayer over to, God, I need you to be my strength. I need you to hold me up. I am not doing this for me. I don't want to do this. And I am not doing this for anyone except for you because it is your will. This is for you, God. What I do is for you, so please just be with me. Because I cannot, I can't do this alone. And I just kept repeating, this is for you and for you alone. 
Be with me, speak through me, I am your vessel, this is for you. Over and over and over, I was just repeating, this is for you, God, this is for you. And then finally, I just said, help them to see you, not me. And I entered the room, still repeating the whole this is for you prayer to God in my head as I took the mic and delivered my talk. I shook through the whole thing. I was a little embarrassed. It was not my best presentation. And it was just, it was not good. The first time I gave my talk, it was fine. But, you know, I made it through to the end. I didn't feel like I did well, but all I could do was hope that I was a decent messenger. A girl in my class approached me after my talk, and she told me during my speech that she could barely see me because she said I was glowing, literally. She told me a ring of gold surrounded me the whole time I was speaking at the podium and that she believed that God was with me. I was shocked by her statement to say the least. I don't really know what I said in response to that, because just like her, I was baffled by it. And I was even more shocked when my teacher pulled me to the side later and told me the exact same thing. She said it was like a bright light engulfed me and a ring of gold surrounded me, like a large halo with rays like the sun. She could hardly see me because of the bright light around me and covering me. She told me it was the presence of God. She was also in awe and disbelief, and I honestly was still a little shocked, but part of me just wanted to cry because God heard my prayer, and he was with me, but others had to tell me he was with me because I didn't see it. I couldn't see that God was with me, but that didn't mean that he wasn't there. Most importantly, though, they saw God not me. This next story is one that I shared in my talk during my senior retreat. And it's the inspiration of a tattoo I plan on getting, a dragonfly. Back in the day when things were still quite new to me and I was learning how to live with my gifts during day-to-day -day life, I would have to go and recharge in nature completely alone so I could release whatever energy I had encountered that day. Everyone gives off their own energy, and those around us can absorb that. That's why when you're around some people, you may say their presence makes you feel really good, or they are calming, or potentially you may feel drained. So with the strong spiritual gift of discernment that I have, I can very easily pick up on the energy around me and feel it very deeply. But if I'm not aware and careful enough, then I can absorb it instead of recognizing it and letting it go. For instance, if someone is feeling anxiety without needing to see them or necessarily be close to them, 
I can pick up on that energetically and pinpoint where exactly they feel their anxiety, such as chest or shoulder tightness or pain or headaches. So when I am actually in close proximity with that person, it's the same except the feeling is amplified. So the closer I am, the stronger the energy and feeling. So you can imagine being around a lot of people at school during the day was a lot of energy being absorbed and felt. It was something that bothered me a lot because it was very draining to be experiencing what I was feeling as well as what everyone else around me was feeling. Now I would say it's a beautiful gift and tool that I can use to connect with people and help them. Additionally, (laughs) on the contrary, I would say now that I have quite a few years of practice under my belt, if I just couldn't be bothered to deal with energy on any given day, I am able to decipher where the energy is coming from and be unaffected by it, or just block it out almost completely and go about my day as normal. Because at the end of the day, I am a 20-year-old college kid and I sometimes just want to live my life. But before I mastered that skill, I would go and release all that I had absorbed out in nature. And it wasn't all bad energy. It could have been very high vibrational positive energy, but it still needed to be released. I also used that time to pray and to strengthen my own understanding of my gifts and what exactly I could do with them that I might have not known yet. One of my favorite little games I like to play with myself, which I never really gave a name to, was sending out bursts of that high vibrational energy into nature and seeing if I got anything back. My thought was, if I can feel the energy and interact with the energy of other people, what would it be like with nature? I honestly didn't really expect to get anything out of it. I just had excess energy to release so why not release it into nature? How I saw it happen was I would breathe in and when I released that breath, energy was released from me with that breath, like a wave that would ripple away from me. Usually it attracted butterflies that would fly around me or it made me more aware of my angel's presence. But one time I was playing this little game and I was going through some major changes and was praying to God asking if I was on the right track and if I was doing the right things. I really just wanted a sign or reassurance that everything was going to be okay. So while I was praying, I closed my eyes to send out energy because I had way more than usual. And I was probably doing it for almost five minutes straight when I finally opened my eyes and I was surrounded by hundreds, if not thousands, of dragonflies. I live in the country, so the mass of dragonflies probably covered at least an acre of land, and I was just swinging on our swing set in the midst of it. The dragonflies flew in a giant circle for what felt like forever, but was probably three minutes before they dispersed and disappeared. And in that moment, I couldn't breathe. My jaw dropped. (laughs) It was like all of the oxygen left my lungs and I just could not draw a breath. 
I felt this overwhelming sensation of just pure joy and lightness and love that I cannot entirely explain. But I just knew I was in God's presence feeling a fraction of his limitless love. Afterwards, I looked up the meaning behind dragonflies, and they symbolize transformation, change, new beginnings, and joy. So now, whenever I see a dragonfly, I always think of the time when I was surrounded by so many of them. But they also serve as reassurance that I am on the right path. They are like little God winks to me now, reminding me that God's always there. next episode, I will be diving into all about my guardian angels and some encounters I've had with them. Thank you so much for listening and feel free to connect with me on my podcast Instagram at Soul Focus Podcast. Thank you again and remember that God is with you always.